The Zoo's News Podcast is not responsible for the views, actions, statements, or opinions of its sponsors, guests, or even its viewers. Content provided in this program is in no way medical or legal advice. We encourage our listeners to do their own research. So do your own research, you lazy bitches. Help has arrived, America. There is no more need for fear. We are from the government and we are here to help you. All will be fine now. If you get in line. The Zoo's News Podcast is available on Spotify, Google Podcast, iHeartRadio, and www.thezoosnews.com. Yo, we're not the black news, the white news. We're not the left news or the right news. We're not the gay news, no, we tell it straight news. We're not the Jews news, bitch, we're the Zoo's News. We're not the black news, the white news. We're not the left news or the right news. We're not the gay news, no, we tell it straight news. We're not the Jews news, bitch, we're the Zoo's News. What is up, Zoo? We are back from our one-week hiatus, and we are ready to go balls deep into the darkness. With me, as always, is my best friend, my partner in crime, and my co-host, the Culture Cat. Say hello to the people, Culture Cat. Hi, people. Hello, people. Yep. So, we have a shit ton to talk about today. I hope you're ready. Have you had your coffee yet? I haven't, but I can fucking rock this from from just the, my core. Yeah. That's what I like to hear. I know, bitch. <laughs> so, uh, start off the show. We'll start off with, um, you know, probably the topic that I am most panicky about, and that is the border crisis. Not because I am racist. I'm not. I'm not worried about all the Mexicans pouring in. I'm worried about all the people pouring in. Yeah, people you know what don't. I'm the I don't know how it gets twisted. Like, if you have so much water in a cup and then you divvy it out to so many people, you can't just you can't just keep giving that out. You'll run out of water, you know? That's right. So it's, Besides, not, it's I, not the race. It's just the fact that there's people. And I, and I can't be racist towards Mexicans because I'm married to one. You that know what too. I'm saying? Except yeah. for, uh, did you hear about Bill Burr? Yeah, dude. Yeah, can, so, can we talk about that? Because I have some good examples for that as well. Well, tell the people. Some, people might not know what we're talking about, so explain it real quick. Okay, so I'm not even a huge fan of Bill Burr. Um, I think he's funny, but like I'm, I, he's not one of my favorite comedians by any means. Um, he got invited to do the Grammys, like present a Grammy, and he got stuck with the best Latin American um, or whatever Latin song or performer of the year, and all of those names were like you know Guadalajara or whatever. Like you have to have an accent to say it correctly, right? So he goes up there and he announces the winner, but he says it like like he doesn't speak uh, Spanish. So he's like, um, I forget what the person's name is, but you know, like instead of saying Gonzalez, he would say like uh, Gun Gun, and then he like kind of stuck Gonzalez, like kind of like that. And everyone is now trying to cancel him, saying that he's racist because he didn't pronounce their name correctly. Now my example for this is like, now do that flipped. Because when you come from India, when you come from Jamaica, when you come from South America, you have an accent because your initial language, your ultimate language has an accent to it. So for example, Asians can't say L's, right? They say R's for L's, right? So I say like Riri for really. So 
if a if an if an Asian person comes over here and tries to say the word like um, Hillary, for example, and they say Hillary, now that's not racist for them to say Hillary because that's just well they're trying. Well, they're trying. You can't expect them to adopt your language and say it perfectly, right? Word. So, like, why is it racist for Bill Burr to say? the the latin name the best way he could he's from massachusetts you know yeah and then um stemming from that some cheeto fingered dork on twitter got a big reaction out of one of his tweets saying that like bill burr is racist and his wife is black but he's using her as like a sex slave or some (laughs) shit like that and people took that shit seriously dude like the radical left really uh, I think they retweeted in a grants, not in out of humor, not mm-hmm. you know, not as a good joke, which is fucking scary, dude. What, what the? I hate that shit. It's just like you're taking the power away from his wife. His wife decided to marry him. His wife yeah. wants to be with him, and now you're looking at her like she's lesser of well, a person. The best part of the whole story is she replied to the tweet saying like "Shut the fuck up, bitch" or some <laughs> shit like that. Just like straightforward, triggered but not triggered. Just pretty much saying like "Shut the fuck up." Yep. It's Everyone's hilarious. Tired of this. It's people awesome. Are, people are. The, I I I say it's a pendulum. Yeah. And the pendulum is about to come back down the opposite way. Yeah, honestly, I'm not a big fan of Bill Burr either. I think he was really forced. I think he fucking yells everything at me. But at the same time, like I respect people like him. It is what it is, you know. I but I do like that he stood up for Gina Carano. I respect the shit out of that. And um I don't know, every now and then he does something like this. Like I think he's probably I'd probably like him as a human being. But like as a comedian, I don't know. I mean, he, dude, he's the problem with with the left is that they they hack at everything. So, like Sarah Silverman said, it's the absolutism. Bill Burr has been straddling the line. He's been the bridge between a lot of other people who didn't want to be woke or get woke at all. He, if you watch some of his old interviews, there's one where he's like playing poker with a bunch of other comedians and he yeah. says something where uh, he goes, you know, it's a bunch of guys and he looks at the camera and he goes, well, not that girls that not that girls can't play poker. And that was like four years ago. So he you can see he's trying to adapt, adapt to the modern world. And when he doesn't say a Latin person's last name correctly, <laughs> he's racist. Yeah. I don't know what direction comedy's not comedy is not going in a good direction. But uh, speaking of Sarah Silverman, it's the absolutist ness Mm -hmm. of the party I am in. That is such a turnoff to me. It's so fucking elitist, you know, for something called progressive. It allows for zero progress. It's all or nothing, no steps toward, all or fucking nothing. Again, righteousness porn. And I've been thinking about this a lot, just in general. I I just, I don't know that I want to be associated with any party. I really, I think I don't want to be associated with any party anymore. It just... It comes with too much baggage. Every party. It comes with so much fucking baggage. 
Yeah, so I think that was basically her way of saying um, she's not in the Democratic Party. Like, everything's got, they got to be so careful with everything they say. She had to be like, I'm not in any parties, just parties, no parties, which is fine. But just the truth is your party that you've been associated with your whole life is going fucking nutty. And you can't even you can't even say that because you're afraid to. Well, has this been the argument the whole time? Is like the, the the Republicans don't represent the people on the right anymore, and the left don't don't resep, don't represent the people on the left anymore, and that's why yeah. Trump rose to power because I I'm not a Republican in in the same right. sense as like it used to be ten years ago, even four years ago. Right. I support. Donald Trump because he spoke for the people. He wasn't right. an elitist, even though he is a billionaire. He's the only president to lose money. His net worth went down after he got out of the presidency. Um, he's. I really believe that there. You know, more than just the business moves and the egotistical stuff. I really do believe he cares about the Constitution and the people of this country having yeah. a voice. And he scooped up a lot of people. And so somebody like me, who was a Democrat or had those values, um, you know, the gay rights, the stuff like, yeah, let them have, let them have rights. Um, but anyway, switching over, you don't hear me denouncing the Republican party the way that she's denouncing the democratic party. Like what my point is, is that people who switched and came over to follow Trump didn't really get disappointed the way that the people who were like rallying behind Joe Biden and got lied to. So, that's my point is the, the curtain fell immediately for them. It's March. Yeah. He's he's he hasn't even been in for three months. And he's he's we're already back to war with with Russia. We're already back to war with North Korea and all this other stuff. And they've been lied to and they know that. Whereas our choice to switch over to what would be like the Freedom Party, um, not it just under the under the disguise of the Republican Party, you don't see the same angst and anger towards the, the we don't feel like we've been lied to. Yeah. And to, and to be clear, I'm, I'm happy. And I'm, I'm, I'm happy that Sarah Silverman said what she did. I'm just nitpicking. I think, I think it's funny that she has to be super careful about it still. So her career is not over and it probably is still over. Watch some crazy accusations come out of left field here soon. Well, so I have two questions for um, you about this, but just, just to be clear, like good for her. I'm glad she did what she did at least. You know what I mean? Fuck it. Yeah. It so seems my, like my she, two she turned she turned sixty years old and she's finally growing up. You she's know? still a fox, dude. That's true. Um, Whatever. So, any uh, my my two questions are: one, do you think that she did it because she knows that she's coming up to be canceled because she did all she did that topless video? Remember, like with Mark Ruffalo and a bunch of other people. She did before? blackface. Yeah, so she did the Queen she Latifah did pedo thing. jokes. Yeah, so she's, jokes. Do you she's think that, always been that edgy person. Do you think that she's trying to beat the curve and denounce it now, and then take that brunt rather than wait for yeah. them to just you know lay the smack down and call her racist? It certainly seems that way. But my other question that's a good, is: that's a good theory. Can they go after her because she is Jewish? Oh, I mean, does she have like too. that anti-Semitic curtain around her that like, what, wasn't she also married to fucking Jimmy Kimmel? The, uh, shadiest dated, fucker in the world. Yeah. They dated for like three years, but they he's were, a they shady fuck, dude. Don't trust Jimmy Kimmel. 
Oh, for sure don't trust Jimmy Kimmel. How does someone go from fucking the man show, literally teaching the public how to be a man? They had beer on the set. They were It was all about titties and girls to now crying about gun violence without having, you know, some behind motive that we don't know about. He's a scumbag. Be he careful. is a scumbag. He just so got his, he got his co- Jimmy Kimmel just got his, his uh, COVID test back. Oh, nice. Yeah. All right, Jim, the test results came in today. Hate to be the bearer of bad news, but you're a faggot. All right, Jim, the test. <laughs> wow, that's awesome, dude. Yeah. How come I haven't heard that one? I don't know. <laughs> Thank you for that. You're welcome. Sorry if I offended anybody with the faggot word, but, you know, yeah. the test results came back. Well, it- it's, They're not my test results, dude. Yeah. No, but just this disclaimer, no problem. No problems with my gays out there. I grew up with that word was... Well, even uh, we have to fucking do disclaimers and shit. It's like, I, we on. don't have to. I just want to. Because I really don't. I really don't. Not even pandering. I don't fucking... I had gay... I had four gay people at my wedding. I, I don't fucking care. I've been to more gay just, weddings uh, than I have straight weddings. I just want to get it out there that people already know this. Our audience is probably in our age, our age uh, you know, range. And they know that growing up in the 90s or whatever, faggot wasn't used for homosexuality. You know, I didn't like walk in on two guys butt fucking and go, stop fucking, you got you faggots. I didn't do that. Yeah, we um, weren't chasing anybody down the street yelling yeah. that word at them. And at the same time, you know, I did, I did stop saying faggot because it's, it's easy to do, but in this climate right now, this cultural climate, oh, it's hard for me not, not to not want to bring that word back, but not use it. I'm not, I don't, I would never use it that way anyways, because I don't have that kind of hate in my heart, but sometimes, you know, it's just a, it's a powerful word. Actually, I just, I just use cuck now instead. I think we've had this conversation. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to I'm not bringing I'm not going to bring faggot back unless it's at the perfect time, well, you know, like thing, Jimmy Kimmel's test results. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. keep it for a powerful thing. The, the problem is, is like I've never experienced that kind of hate in my life. Like I've never seen someone be attacked just because they were gay. Um, right. I always kind of thought like our generation was a little bit past that. So we didn't really need the coaching and and the understanding of it it's like whatever i don't care the thing is is like some straight people shit on each other it's like people have kinks they have their own thing it's just if a faggot to me is someone who is like weaker than i am or is 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 so enabled or by something that they're just weaker they're, right it's like oh you're like a, you're a, yeah you're a weak person but it and i can see how I can see how a gay person would take that and go, well, why would you use the word? Like, why would you use that word to describe someone who's weak? That makes it seem like gay people are weak and homosexuals are weak. And it's just like, it's just what we grew up with. It was on MTV. It was on the television. It was on all the fucking shows and all the TV. You'd be surprised. You can watch Viva La Bam episodes where where Bam Margera is saying faggot and like every other scene. We, We, um, we grew up on that shit and now they're pandering to us about how bad we are. Now you can't watch anything on MTV without there being some kind of hidden, uh, social justice warrior woke, uh, message. It's yeah. hilarious. Like the, the shit we grew up on, we grew up on jackass. We grew up on like people shoving bottle rockets up their assholes and stuff. Like yeah. 
we grew up on the craziest, wildest shit. And that's where we millennials got their dark humor from. And now we're getting like punished for it. Yeah. I mean, wild. It just, it, there, are, there are words that mean multiple things. And, and if like for a Coke example, like for Coca-Cola, like should we ban Coke because Coke has the same name as cocaine? <laughs> it's like well, when when you say hey can you grab me a coke it's not like people are like hey hey he's asking for drugs at a restaurant it's like no we know the difference we know we should know the difference between a hate crime and a crime you know and just because a word is thrown out it's about intent no hate crimes shouldn't exist yeah i mean all crimes are hate crimes yeah but my point is is like it's about intent so is racism like if right. you use if you use the n-word but you're quoting Biggie Smalls or you're talking to a friend and, and you watch MTV and it's all over the place. Like girls say it like, oh, my, my, uh, my, I'm just going to say it because they say it. it's like my, my nigga is, is uh, my favorite person in the world. And like, it's a white girl talking about her boyfriend. Like they use the N word as a, as a, as a word for my, my boyfriend, my person, yeah. which is like, I'm not even allowed to quote that. Yeah. When when my intent is not is not at all having to do with hate or slavery or anything, I'm literally just going. If you don't know now, you know, and I can't fucking say the rest of the word. How about when Kendrick Lamar had that girl up on stage and she she was rapping his fast rap as a fan? She paid money for the album for the song, for bought the ticket, showed up, wanted to be a fucking part of the show because she loved him so much. She gets up on stage and says one of his words, and they stop the song and throw her off the stage. Like we've we've taken the power out of of it so much that now we can't even identify real racism. Yeah, sorry, my rant is over. It's just annoying. So it the is. F word, faggot, it has multiple meanings, and you should not throw it around. No, you shouldn't. But no. people should also know the difference. If you're chasing someone or you're calling someone who's gay that to make them feel less, then that then you're using it the way you want that it that people are saying that you're using it. If you just call your friend that because he's crying over a movie, right. that's not a bad thing. I think we could get we could probably potentially get a lot of people canceled if we if we comb through the the past and looked for that word. Oh, you mean like Jimmy Kimmel and Man Show because he's a misogynistic piece of shit? Yeah, well, I'm sure we could find a lot of comedians throwing that word around. I'm sure Bill Burr has said it. Yeah, I'm sure we can. How about Howard Stern? Yeah, no kidding, right? He, he, he. Uh, like you said about Sarah Silverman, she's got getting ahead of it. I think Howard Stern got ahead of it. Yep. They were like, "Hey, how about um, you become a judge on America's Got Talent and suck this dude's dick over here, and then you'll be cool. Yep. We won't, we won't cancel you." It's so funny how selective they are. Like. All these people have had have done shit in their past, but they just pick and choose which ones they want to just nuke nuke the careers of. It's so obvious, man. It it really is obvious. Some people are just stuck stuck in the matrix. Still. That's the elitism that she's talking about. Yeah, it's like well, they're, they're selective, but they're only selective if you can help them. I'm waiting for her to get canceled any day here. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But uh, this was supposed to be, ironically enough, or not ironic, that's not, that's not the right word. I don't want to be a valley girl. Um, I was going to say, we, this was supposed to be about the border crisis, and it slipped into oh, Sarah yeah. Silverman Sorry. really quick. It turned into Bill Burr, yep. and then turned into Sarah Silverman. That was my fault. Yeah, how dare you? 
yeah, the border crisis is so important that we we went on a fucking a uh, giant rant about. So what are they racism. at now? They're at they're at seven hundred and sixty five percent capacity. Um, I don't know. I don't know what to trust anymore. But I've seen videos. I've seen videos of a lot of fucking people rushing the border, and I've seen um, multiple videos. Both uh, sheriff of, of uh, sheriff of Arizona, Yuma County, and the yeah Mike Lamb, Mark Lamb, Mark Lamb of Penal County, and Leon Wilmot of Yuma County. They both did interviews on Fox. I have them here. This is a. Uh, this one's Wilmot of Yuma. It's a catastrophic crisis that's been created within the last two months because an executive order was issued by the President of the United States for MPP, which is a whole different ballgame. But that just allowed the cartels to further exploit the whole situation. And every bit of what we're seeing down here along the border is controlled and orchestrated intentionally by the cartels in Mexico. There is no doubt about it. Each one of those individuals that you're filming coming across are paying the cartels $6,000 to be smuggled across where the cartels dictate they go. That takes our Border Patrol troops off of the front line and process them. So the cartels can now get their illegal narcotics smuggled into our country and distributed throughout the United States. Just this fiscal year, they've already intercepted close to 5,000 pounds of um, and then this one is this next clip is Lee, uh, Mark Lamb of Pinal County the fucking homeboy from uh, season 5 of 60 Days In Cowboy so the new Homeland Security Secretary blames Trump and his team saying quote what we're seeing now at the border is the immediate result of the dismantling of the system, and it takes time to rebuild it. Your reaction to that? My reaction is to tell your viewers, don't listen to that crap. We deal with it on a daily basis. I can tell you over the last four years, we saw a significant reduction in the amount of human trafficking and drug trafficking, and not only into our state, but into this country. So when these politicians are saying that it's President Trump's fault, it's a flat-out lie. We we are seeing in in the first month of his uh, being president, disastrous things already. I'm not looking forward to what we're facing as an as a agency here in Arizona and in this country if they continue down this road of reckless policies. This isn't a political issue. Everybody, if you care about human beings and human rights, you should absolutely care about border security. Let me tell you, the cartel between human trafficking, drug trafficking, get for people to come here, they're re- So yeah, there's just a couple audio clips you know, men, men on the border, Yuma County and and Penal County right there in Arizona. If it wasn't for Fox, honestly, Fox is shit in the bed, but if if they didn't exist, the the Republicans would be even more fucked. You know what I'm saying? Like no one else is even talking about this shit. Um, Yeah. Because it doesn't fit their agenda. They're they're also, they don't explain the kids in cages. Like you bring over a kid they're like, I don't know why anyone would rip a parent away from their kids. Like, well, because we don't think that they're their parent. Yeah, they're not. There's, they have no papers, no anything that proves that that kid belongs to them. And you want our government just to hand over someone else's kid to a fucking 
a kidnapping molester? Like, are you out of your fucking mind, people? Yeah, you um, you know, one thing human trafficking is is huge, and it's something I was never really aware of until I got much older, and I realized that Hollywood and they don't really discuss human trafficking a whole lot, and it seems it seems like when you're a Avicii and you make a music video about it, you know, you end up dead or if you're Chester Bennington or Chris Cornell and you try to make a documentary about it, you know, you just end up dead or killing yourself. And it's crazy how it doesn't seem like it's in a whole lot of movies. The same themes are repeated over and over in Hollywood. The FBI is always like the good guys in Hollywood. The CIA is always the good guys in Hollywood. Mm -hmm. They make the police like, bad guys quite often they make them the bad guys they're corrupt they're criminals they're bad which they are sometimes in real life i get that um i just hate the duality that hollywood has created it's either black or white which is it's a really unhealthy way to think and i even find myself doing it sometimes and have to snap out of it you know the truth is cops aren't bad or good that's just the truth they're not bad or good (laughs) it's way more complicated than that some are good and some are bad but in a whole, collectively, they're they're necessary. You know what I'm saying? And I think yeah, of course. everyone's thinking black or white it is or isn't. And it's really unhealthy. There really is a middle ground that the media does not want anyone coming to. No middle ground. Not allowed. It's this or it's that. This or that. And that's the fucking danger. Most of these conversations, there really is a center and there's a middle ground, which you know, people still might think this way and others might think that way, but there's a center we can come to to not be at each other's throats. And that center is like not being publicized. And not a lot of the normies need shit to be publicized in order for them to fucking process it for whatever reason. Yep. It's a, it's a problem, obviously. And, and the media has, I think the judge just ruled the other day that the media specifically the Washington Post and the New York Times, excuse me, the Washington Post and the New York Times um, are heavily biased in for the Democratic Party and that they are, um, I think it's Murdoch, right? Who owns like the majority of the media stuff. Yes. And then Bezos owns Washington Post. Yeah. And like the, the, judge, the judge basically ruled, I don't have the quote in front of me, but they said that um, the Washington Post and the New York Times are heavily biased and they need to fix it. And the majority of these these other branches of these main media sources are also influenced by these by I think he said one rich person and his son. Um, and that those people, that one rich person who I believe is Murdoch and his son, um, are driving this woke agenda through the media. They're not allowing coverage to be fair. They're twisting it every chance that they get. And that is what is dividing our country. Yeah. Um, and we got a huge dose of it during the campaign and they lied about a lot of shit. Yeah. And I think there's, there's clearly a lot of different topics and a lot of different subjects and events that are dividing our country right now. But if you just have a sober mind and really think about it, in my opinion, it really does come down to the media. It sounds so cliche and, and stereotypical, but I think that they are, they really are enemy number one. The government is supposed to be us, right? Mm-hmm. So like 
I the government was supposed to be checked by freedom of press. The people right. were supposed to check the government, but the government has now taken over the media. Thank you. And yes. and they have so much, they wield so much fucking power and they have so much responsibility and they've lost the trust of at least half the population. The squeaky wheel gets the grease. So it really seems like we're constantly losing this battle, but I don't think that's the case. I think that they own the media. So they're presenting what they want the the narrative to be. And it, it makes it seem like we're losing this entire time and it can fill our hearts with despair and make us feel hopeless. But I really do think the reality of it is more than 50% of the population kind of know what's going on right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the squeaky wheel gets the grease and which it just, they make it seem like Antifa's winning and everything. But I think for every woke person they get, they wake up three people. Because yeah. there's 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 different exactly. things for everybody. Like some people don't give a shit about climate change. Like they don't they just abide by whatever the rules are and they move on. But they really care about um, their business. And then their business got taken away and now they're awake. You know, um, I just I just posted something on my Instagram. Go follow me at the Culture Cat um, with a K with a K cat cat K. with a K. Um, mm-hmm. It and it was the shelves in a in a supermarket, and all of the Pepsi products were gone, and all of the Coke products were still stocked. So that to me shows that okay. That now you could take that one step further and go, well, that that proves to me that Donald Trump won the election because you're still seeing ripples of this. You're still seeing his supporters and the people who are against the narrative. Again, his supporters are not Republicans. His supporters are people who don't like the fucking media narrative. It's kind of crazy how now Trump is back and Trump is out of office and Russia is the biggest threat ever. And we're almost at war with North Korea again. It's almost like they just hit pause and then he Biden takes over their agenda. Now, now is back in play. Like how many people are that fucking stupid? Not many. Not many, but social media and the media itself represents a very small portion of the population and it, they blow it up to make it look like that's this is everyone's idea. And the run of the mill person who doesn't want to be involved in politics will just go, oh, okay, that's how I'm supposed to think about this. The problem is we're getting less and less run of the mill people and more and more people are starting to care because they're making people choose sides. They're yeah. making you choose sides. Can't wear a red hat. Can't watch this. Can't can't care about the people kneeling at the national anthem. You know, you yeah, have everyone's, to. Everyone's going to have their red pill moment. It's yep. everything. Everyone's going to have a different red pill moment. Not everything is universal. Exactly. Um, I definitely think that there's something going on with Cuomo right now. Like I'm very sketchy about this whole thing. Um, Uh-oh, yelling at Cuomo, got caught again, touching hoes in the utmost personal private areas. So, dude, when I was prepping for the podcast last week that we had technical difficulties, so we had to take a week off. But that original podcast, I was prepping for it, and he was at seven accusers, and now he's at eight accusers. And I'm pretty sure the eighth one is his, his, one of his aides currently. Wow. Um, But I think that we tend to agree and run with whatever fits our narrative as, a, as well. And I, don't you think this is just out of nowhere all of a sudden? What are they doing? Why are they trying to, the left's trying, the left seems like they're trying to d- d- destroy him. 
No, all of, all of this, a sudden, this is a distraction from him murdering fifteen hundred people. Yeah, fifteen thousand. Sorry, I think it. I I see that theory. I I see or that point, but I feel like it just brings more. It brings more attention to the nursing home things because it's like yeah, and and this people no, are like. I mean, I see your point. I think they can they can discredit eight people easier than they can they can get him out of a mandate that he required. So they, I think they would rather go to court and take their chances with this. I mean, anybody yeah. would. Hey, would you rather be labeled a, like a a creepy sexual predator or a fucking murderer and have to serve time in jail for the rest of your he life? You can't avoid the murderer thing. It's going like, to like, and what I'm trying to he say can is like in the around court of the, public opinion. But around the water cooler, what I think is happening are people saying, oh, did you hear about Cuomo? Like he touched another girl's titty. And then the other guy's like, yeah, dude, I don't really care about Cuomo touching titties. Like whatever. What really bugs me is all the old people he's killing. Like I think it's like bringing more attention just to Cuomo. And I don't know. Both could be true. It could be taking it taking attention away from him killing everyone's grandma. But it, I think it's bringing attention to him in general. And I think there, there's got to be something going on. Like it's eight people out of nowhere accusing him. Yeah, eight what I'm, people out of nowhere. What's the agenda? Who's pushing the agenda? I don't what think I'm this is organic. Is I, I think. think I think that they tried to do something to get the tail off of him. And then I think a lot of other people were like, "Yeah, hey, he 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 did this to me as well." So like women are just waiting for one woman to step up to give them the courage to step up. And then it's like a domino effect. That seems to be what, what's, what happens with everyone. I mean, one person came out against Tiger Woods and then a bunch of people did. And then now Demi Lovato's coming out against Disney. And now I'm sure a lot of people are going to start taking the lead. Yeah. It's I just, just think it's happens. shady that they were giving him fucking like Emmy awards and stuff. They were, they were giving him awards and calling him like sexy man of the year and shit like president parody type shit, like sucking his balls on good morning America, like parody type ridiculousness. And, uh, and now eight women are coming out. It just seems like ridiculous timing. And it's, I don't know. It just seems sketchy. What the fuck? What's really going on is what I wonder, Mm -hmm. but maybe it is just organic. Maybe like you said, the first couple, uh, were just to take the heat off of the the nursing home thing for a while, and then it backfired, and there's a domino effect, you know. Yeah, but I I just think all of this exposes the invisible hand, and the and it just shows the media. It just shows that the the media is the one that is controlling all of this. How come there was so much rage over Against Kavanaugh? When he had an accuser from fucking 40 years ago in college who had zero evidence, but they were knocking on, they had people knocking on his door, calling for him, you know, to go to prison over this. And then you have Cuomo, who's got eight accusers that are, and like you said, some of them are currently with him. He's, that means he's still doing it. And they're just scraping it under the rug and going, oh, the Republicans are just mad or whatever the case may be. Um, you can see this. That's why I've, I've gotten in some arguments with people on Instagram. You should follow me, the culture cat, cat with a K on Instagram. And um, <laughs> I'm going to do those plugs forever. Um, where I just said, like, you know, you, you go watch CNN so you know what to think tomorrow. Because these people, they don't have their own thoughts and they need the media to tell them what to be outraged about. And then they forget about it because it's not real outrage. And then they move on to the next thing. Perfect example, kids in cages. 
You know, the border crisis we just talked about, 746% capacity with children and men and women in cages who can't take showers. The, it, was, it wasn't great because the, the cartels were still sending people over before, but it was handled much better. Yeah. And the media doesn't care. And it's like, you're dumb if you keep believing what the media wants you to, to believe. You're dumb. And by dumb, I mean you don't have your own thoughts. I really think that that's the ultimate red pill is when you realize the news is full of shit for the most part. When you start to see through the lies and the bullshit, that's the ultimate red pill is seeing through the media. And I think a lot of people have a misunderstanding and they think red pill means you're Republican. Like, oh, I took the red pill. I'm Republican now. And the blue pill. And that's just not has nothing to do with that (laughs) and i really i really do think that's a misunderstanding with language i think a lot of generation z people think that like taking the red pill means oh i i I finally see the truth and i'm a republican now and that's not what red pill means red Um, pill means that you you can now identify and see the matrix yeah you see through media the media makes you think if obama really gave a shit about climate control why did he buy a, a beach house property on a fucking island right and if you're defending that, you're still taking blue pills. Yeah, you're dumb. You're choosing to be dumb because you're scared or because your brain can't figure out. It's called cognitive dissonance. Your brain can't figure out how, how to fit that piece of information into what you already know. So it short circuits. You get rage yeah. and then you just choose to forget about it. See, when you tell somebody that Bill Gates was hanging out with Jeffrey Epstein and then you show them a picture and then you show them another picture of them together and they still don't care or even have questions, that's blue pill of shit. You yeah. should be like, oh, Jeffrey Epstein, the one that was like raping 13-year-old girls and like 8-year-old girls and had a fucking underage rape island all secluded to himself off the coast of Florida, that Jeffrey Epstein, the one that had ties to Mossad and uh, British intelligence, that Jeffrey Epstein, the one that had his hands in a bunch of technology and blackmail, and that Jeffrey Epstein hanging out with Bill Gates. Oh, whatever. Oh, Bill Gates is the one who's in charge of like the vaccines for some reason, even though he doesn't have a degree in medicine like whatsoever. Oh, that's blue pill of shit. If you oh, just Bill want Gates to- is in charge of who and CDC? Oh. Yeah, no big deal. Oh, Dr. Fauci, this guy is just totally full of shit. If you don't know that doctor, like, okay, it's been a year and a half. We, we can look at the past. We can look at videos from the past. We can see inconsistencies. We can see when you're wrong, when you're right. If you don't think Dr. Fauci is full of shit, you're not paying attention or you have no critical thinking skills at all. He, he seems like embarrassed at this point. It's like, mm-hmm. did you see that video with Rand Paul? Yeah. Like at this point, I think he's. I think um, Fauci is just impressed with the fact that he's still in the public eye. And I, like, honestly, we can. We how can, the fuck did he make it this we, far? We can move the 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 six feet. We have evidence now that says that we can move from from six feet to three feet. So yeah. we're gonna go ahead and move that now. Like, what? Go yeah. fuck yourself. Sure, I said that you didn't have to wear a mask in the beginning, but. Now I think you should wear like three or four masks. Yeah. Hey, you're a doctor, right? Can you get rid of that fucking rasp in your throat? Can you just like drink some fucking honey or something, dude? It's fucking You should also also put a clip over your nose. Only breathe out of your mouth and make sure your butthole is sealed tight. You can get the virus through your asshole now. 
And fuck Dr. Fauci, dude. He makes something up new every single week. I'm tired of that old fucking dick face. He's a Democrat donor. He is a... He was uh, part of the fucking AIDS yep. hoax, too. And I don't mean AIDS hoax as in it's not real. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. The whole conspiracy about AIDS being created mm-hmm. in a lab as well. When you see that it mostly took out African-American. Fuck, I'm not saying African-Americans. It, 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 almost, it mostly took out blacks and homosexuals for the most part and junkies. A disease comes along and wipes out or a virus rather comes and wipes out a lot of blacks, homosexuals and heavy drug users just like that. Now, do I have any evidence at all that it was created in a lab and that was the case? No. But when you just take those three things and in the eighties, those, those things were all looked down on. Um, they're, I don't know. There was more racism in the 80s than there is today. I'll tell you that. Well, no, I wouldn't say today because shit is fucking ramping up to a new level, which is really depressing. Making people racist. That's what's sad, dude. Like fucking bro, like January of 2020, the world was like it, compared to today. It's way more racist than before any of this started. Like. Uh- I mean, I agree. I what think, the fuck happened? I think that MLK ha- is rolling in his grave because, you know, when you pick a vice president based on the color of their skin, it's like, you, regardless of the fact, you know, like if you would have picked a white person or whatever, it, it doesn't, it's not supposed to matter. We had a black president. Like the people voted for a black man. So oh, like at that man. point, everyone should have been like, okay. But then they, then that's when you started hearing, well, we're systemically racist. So it's like, it was, it's this shit where like, that was their opportunity to start twisting everything go, well, it's not real. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like Bill Burr, like, oh, well, he's not, he's racist. He's with a, he, he married a black person. Well, yeah. that's, that's, that's suppression at its finest. Then he should let her go be with a black man. Like what the fuck is wrong with your twisted little brain that you don't uh, see that you're the problem. I'm, I'm tired of, covid and black people being the 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 like narrative the conversation all the time all the fucking time you can't escape it dude and it's pissing me off and it is racist if you're not a racist you understand that what's going on right now is fucking super racist they're pandering to black people treating them like their children treating them like their victims treating them like they're fucking not as good as everyone else like they they can't get their own ids so they can vote treating them like they're retarded and it's fucking insulting to me. If they were pandering to white people right now, I'd be insulted. If they had commercials talking about like systemic racism holding me down and shit, like I would be fucking just embarrassed and, and insulted. I'd be like, stop, stop treating us like we're less. You guys are treating us like we're handicapped and we need fucking help. We don't. It, it's really frustrating, dude. I was watching a, like a game show on ABC or something with my wife. And it was, it's the one hosted by Wayne Brady. And there was a, a, a black man on the show and he's like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a doctor. I became a doctor so I could show black people that they could be doctors basically. Oh and I'm God. just like, it's 2021. Is this just going to be a revolving door for the end of fucking time? Hey, I'm sorry. What, what, like, wasn't it Dr. Doc- Martin Luther King? 
Yeah, Dr. Oh. Martin Luther oh, King. Okay. What, what about Ben Carson? I no, know. I, my I know point that is, is the guy Bill that started Cosby's the a movement. rapist, but Bill Cosby's a rapist. I get it. But in the eighties, he was like it was the biggest show on television for a while. He was a black doctor. It's just silly. It's it's pandering at this point, bro. It's over. No more does you being black matter if you're a doctor. It's just normal. You're just a doctor now. You're not a black doctor. You're just a doctor. When does this shit end? It's over. Do women be like, yeah, I'm a woman doctor to show women they could be doctors? <laughs> they do. It's just Some fucking stupid. Go to fucking school and do what you want to do. Quit acting like a fucking victim. Like, yes, there was a time where women were treated like less. And and I, it's like we've 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 come over a hill. And I could even be... I can be mature and meet in the middle and say, yeah, I'm sure there are some still things we can improve upon for women. Like I'm, we're not all the way there yet, but for the most part we are. I quit acting like, I don't know. My, my main point is I feel like the whole movement is super fucking racist and they're pandering to them and, and, and giving them this victim mentality. Black kids are coming into the workforce thinking they're victims, thinking they're, it's bad. It's a bad mentality to give to to black people, and it's it's irresponsible and it's fucking stupid. They should start spreading hope and start educating people instead of holding back black people and and making white people feel bad about themselves. Wasn't there always um, the stereotype or the the thing of uh, black people are entitled? Wasn't that always a thing? I don't know. What do you mean? Like, I mean, not, not as a, like, I, not as a thing as like, I believed it, but I always heard like racist people always say all those, those, those poverty stricken black people, they're just so entitled. They don't get up off their ass and do anything for themselves. Like that was the thing. Like, oh, they're, I'm the racist joke of like, where do you hide, um, uh, the, uh, a black person's foods, food stamps or something under his work boots. Like the idea of, and I'm, I'm not saying I believe any of this stuff. I'm saying this is, as this has been around in the racist community for a while that black people are entitled and they don't work for stuff, which is not true. But now we're, we're at a point where there are black people out there who are going, I don't, I, I deserve this because of the color of my skin. They're literally out there handing, sticking their hand out going, you deserve, I deserve reparations for something that my great, 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 you know, whatever went through and, and, and you live in a bigger house than I do. And you're sticking your hand out. You have Meghan Markle saying that she's oppressed. You have LeBron James bitching about how he's oppressed when they, have, they both have more money than, than God. And it's, it's now it's, it's not, it's taking a mentality that was once a racist thought that they were breaking free from to prove to everyone that they were not entitled people. And now they're literally telling them, go get, go get your reparations. we deserve this because we're black. We deserve extra loans helps because of this. We, we, we deserve to be picked for vice president because of the color of our skin, not because of our character or because yeah. of our, of our work ethic. Work ethic is, 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 is bad. That was one of the things that Coke was trying to get rid of is don't be on time. Don't be a perfectionist. Don't, don't work hard. Excuse me. Wasn't Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant like, the epitome of you can work to be great. I mean, as a kid, that's who I looked up to, you know? I mean, I, the, the, Michael Jordan was known for being the first one to practice and the last one to leave. He, he'd, be, he'd be going to workouts after the games because he, he was determined to show everyone that you, it's about putting in the work. That's what taught me. I mean, my idols 
all over my all over my 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 entire life have been black people because of the one because because of of their their take on on the world like i'm not no one's gonna help me i need to do this myself that is the message that we should be telling people not get on food stamps um stick your hand out for the stimulus check it's not that's not what it should be we should all want to work for our shit and it's yeah. just sad to see like it's almost like it, like the the democratic party right they're getting rid of all these the, all of the black mascots in in our grocery stores i think tim pool was making this point you have mr clean he's still there quaker oats guy wendy's long john silvers i mean there's all of these white figureheads the zigzag guy um all these white figureheads and mascots are still in the stores little debbie's not canceled but fucking uncle ben is the Lando Lakes Indian girl is gone. So all these white these woke people have now done the opposite and and it really is like, yo, do you guys notice how racist you are? Yeah. You're you're the racist party. Yep. Absolutely. And they're doing it out of kindness, which is like, how do you how are you being tricked by this? Yeah, it's like that Ryan uh, Long comedy sketch with the the woke guy and the racist guy and they basically have everything in common but for different rationalities, but it's the same thing, man. They built like this, this critical race theory that they, they want segregation. They want black graduations and black don't like that's fucking crazy, man. Could you imagine being a black kid that has like black friends, obviously, but like three or four of his really good friends are white and not going to graduate together. They're not going to walk together. They don't have, they like, have what, segregated dorms. What dude. fucking year is it? Yeah, they have segregated dorms in California in some taking, areas. Taking a lot of steps backwards. They already have schools that are predominantly black and stuff, you know? Like, they don't need to actually take that next step and just have segregated dorms and segregated fucking... It's silly, man. It's just I know it's, people want to congregate with people similar to them and people that have similar upbringings and customs and cultures and, you know, and that's fine. People naturally will gravitate towards that stuff, but to actually like put it on paper and make it systematic, that's systematic racism. Yeah. A fucking like segregated fucking graduation. Well, like it's dumb. It it's heartbreaking. It's not dumb. It it really out of out of most of the it's stuff, both. it bothers me. That bothers me more than the immigration crisis. Like that whole perception of of race and how white people don't like black people and black people. It's like guys, we are people. We are people, and like I I, I don't see a difference. I mean, we, there's a difference in culture, but there's not a difference in people. Like, and it, it's heartbreaking because. We got kids in this world who are growing up to hate themselves when, and they're white. And it's like, look, I would never condone sitting a room full of black kids and telling them that they're lesser than anyone and that they need to not be, they need to be less black and they need to be less. There's like, fuck that. Embrace the color of your skin. Embrace, embrace what you're born with. And then, and then share everyone else's stuff. I mean, it's, it's really, it's, it bothers me a lot. Like this rate, we were, like you said, we were so, we were in such a, a better place last January um, than we are now. And it, it's, it, it really, really fucking bothers me. Me too. I don't have a racist bone in my body. Like I really don't discriminate towards people. I, the only thing I don't like is stupidity and that comes in every color and, I, and yeah. it's depressing. I think the left, the far left, the radical left, they just always need someone to, 
to save, to help. They always need a class to help. They always need a problem to exist in, in order to fulfill their agenda and to keep moving, to be ultra progressive. And the, and the problem is they don't realize that there's just, well, they do realize this, but they don't care. But there's always going to be a percentage of things that's just always going to exist. There's always going to be a small percentage of people who are racist. There's always going to be shootings. Like we can't, just, we're not, can't, we're just, no matter what, no matter what gun restrictions we do, get rid of everyone. There's always going to be shootings. And we have to realize that people have to realize that the left has to realize there's always going to be shootings. It's not going to stop. It's never going to stop regardless. There's more car accidents than there are shootings. Yeah, there's year. always going to be car accidents. There's always going to be shootings. There's always going to be racist people. There's always going to be people that hate trannies. There's always going to be people that don't like Christians. There's always going to be people. That... We have to fucking well, live and let about, live. Can we talk about that? Because that's a that's a huge talking point for the trans community. And, and, and especially the white liberals who are fighting for trans rights. They always throw out the fact that that colored trans people are are targeted more often we might have talked about this at one point but there's a reason for that that's because those cultures are not as accepting of what they're doing as the open society that we live in which is predominantly white and that's what's wrong with our blah 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 right so we live in a white culture that accepts trans people but the latino culture and the black community do not accept that as well and they get targeted by their own community. So those rates are higher because if you're a gay black man and you live in the hood and you come out and say, hey, I want to be trans, their dad or their brother or their cousin or their neighbor or somebody will come out and go, oh, fuck that, and then, and then target them. Right. And that's got nothing to fucking do with white people. Yeah. And the, you, can pro- you, can, you can prove that using science, but – and data and and now, but people don't want to do that because it and doesn't now science fit their science is getting watered down now. I don't even want to use science to prove my point anymore, and I think that's scary. Like when they're talking, when you have like fake Bill Nye. Bill Nye's not a fucking real scientist, you guys. When you have this fuckface on Netflix talking about how like there is more than one or more than two genders, that's like they're they're diluting science. They're watering it down. They're making it really fucking. Uh, you can't you can't fuck with science, but you it's can such fuck a broad with the interpretation thing. of it. Right. Well, science is such a broad. You know, there's a broad. Science spectrum. just means proof. If you can, well, if you can, if you can duplicate or find a a, a, a variable that you can um, signify, that's what science means. So okay, yeah, we have we have and, killings. And some is tangible and some isn't. Like yes, like some people. I'm gonna if I break my arm, I'm gonna trust the science behind making my arm better. And, you know, shit like that. And then there's earth and space science. There's a lot of more iffy science. There's a lot more theoretical science that gets treated like it's factual. Um, anyways, science is a very, very broad spectrum. Just that word science. But they're watering it down. They're making it fucking silly to the point where, like, it's political now. And it's it's not a tangent. I don't know. It's, it's, it's very, it's, it's got wobbly sea legs for me. Science right now. You know what I mean? I feel like they're doing that on purpose to to part of this agenda sounds so paranoid. I sound like a crazy guy in a van, but it really does. It seems like they're trying to water down science, just like they're trying to water down religion and Christianity and, and everything. They don't want people to have purpose they don't want human beings to feel purpose anymore so they can just become woke social justice warriors for stupid fucking invisible problems they don't have god 
in their lives so they don't have fucking purpose they don't have you know what i mean yeah <laughs> like this this whole communism the communism this whole communist revolution this whole idea this whole idea belief system of communism is fucking gross dude it's it's and what scares me is that the united states is making a move towards communism so we can compete with china in the future because we're afraid that if we don't turn into a communist country we're not going to be able to have the same uh like tools like china has a lot of advantages over us because they're communists you know you don't know you know what i'm saying the people have a lot of disadvantages there's no fucking freedom but the government, they're more powerful in other areas because of how authoritarian they are. Well, it's and like I'm fighting afraid, a robot. Like yeah, they don't, they like, don't have the feeling aspect of it. Yeah, they're not going to hold back if they're going to put a kill shot through your head like, like, like yeah. we would because and they're like, testing, oh, maybe it's not his fault. Testing weapons on their own people and just they're advancing a lot faster with the th- with, with having that much control over their industrial aspects. In their, you know what I mean? They have full control. So they're growing faster and they're more powerful. And honestly, they, they're like, I hear that their military is already better than ours and that the, our war games, they beat us in almost every war game and they basically have control of us. And that's what this is. That's what we're in right now. China already won and it's depressing as fuck to think about, but there's a fence around DC and our president doesn't even make sense. And it's, it's sketchy, dude. It's, it's, I don't want to think about it. But it seems like we're being held hostage by China's military or something. Well, yeah, I mean, stuff is definitely going on. But, I mean, you also have to understand that, or, or at least take into consideration, that we are often misread or misdirected um, when it comes to, like, the worldview of things. So, for example, oh, for like, sure. we thought in, during the Cold War, we thought Russia was way further in advance than we were. And... They weren't. Yeah. Um, and so, like, you know, it could be 20 years from now we look back and we go, well, China really wasn't as close as we thought it was. It was just a bunch of corrupt, rich assholes in, in our own country who were doing it, which I hope that's the case. The evidence so far shows that that's not what, what's happening is what we think is happening. However, you do have to consider that there may be a level of like, like, for example, North Korea and Russia. I don't think North Korea and Russia right now are any bit of a threat that CNN and MSNBC are trying to tell you it is. Right. Like, and that's why because it doing wasn't it. four years ago. But I, my point is, I think that those media conglomerate, all the, those media companies and these, these millionaires and these billionaires and these investment companies and everything, they already see, they see into the future. They see 10 years into the future and they already know that China wins. China wins. So they're investing all their capital and their money and their businesses into China. Like, fuck the United States. China's going to win this in the future. And that's what I'm afraid of. And even the media, even the media companies are taking China's side because they're thinking China is, has already won or is going to win. Um, because like, does that make sense? Yeah, I see your point. Um, which is fucking scary being an American. We're, we're raised and we're growing up on this heavy propaganda as well, that we're the fucking best. We're the best. Our military is the best. This is the best. Everything's the best. And that's not true either. And it's a tough pill to swallow, to think about that. There's another country out there that is going to event is going to be the superpower or already is. And to your point, I think the left attacks Russia because you're right. I don't think they are as powerful as uh, they, it's, it's more of a distraction. Like don't, don't, 
don't focus on China, Russia, Mm -hmm. Russia. Don't focus on China. We need a bad guy. Don't focus on China, Russia. And it's funny because Alex Jones for the longest time has been talking about China, 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 China. I'm talking like 10, 15 years back, Mm -hmm. China, China, China. And this whole time, even I, as a conspiracy theorist, people digging into it. I was always digging into Israel. I was like China. I knew how it was sketchy, but even I was misdirected and it was kind of like this this is a great awakening for me like i think the whole throughout the whole q journey and everything i've really woken up to how fucking evil china really is and they're really good at misdirecting us and controlling us and i think they've been pumping out some crazy propaganda for like a good while now and controlling the shit out of us can i just explain what i meant by the china thing like i think China obviously has a lot of people and they do have the advantage of basically being under under emergency powers for the government at all the time. So every every little bit of resources, they don't have a private sector. So every little bit of resources goes to what the government wants. So if the government needs planes, guess what? They're going to get planes in two weeks because they can shut down everything and make them build planes. I get that. So they are strong in that sense. However, their finances are just made up. Right. So if you're if you're using a Chinese yen, you're just using whatever the government says is worth money. So they're printing 18 million Chinese yen and then they give it to Israel and they go, okay, here you go, Israel. You can use our money, but you owe us back, whatever. So that move looks big, but there's really nothing behind it. So China is investing all of this stuff and and they they're flexing their power. But I think it's a shell. I think it's. They do have a lot of people and they do have a lot of military, but I think that if you crack that shell, it's over. Whereas like America has a very fragile, like a very small shell backed by a lot of heart. And that's why we don't get invaded because we have a lot of people who have guns and who can do, who can protect themselves. So I think that's the difference in the powers is that China, yes, they are flexing. They are a problem. They are something that we should worry about. However, I think if we go on the offensive towards China, then we have a heavy advantage that a lot of people aren't talking about. I think that's what Donald Trump in his first term, his presidency, like his 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 tour he did. I think his little tour had a lot to do with with saying, hey, like China is like this fucking authoritative state who's going to become the world superpower and its influence is going to trickle down and that's going to become like basically if the nazis won world war ii type shit if we don't do something about china we're fucked and the only way we could do this is together Mm -hmm. if russia allies with the united states we can defeat china it just takes russia russia and the united states could beat china and if we all join together, it's like being in the prison yard. If there's like one big bad fucking dude, you know, he's running shit if, if everyone's individually intimidated by him. But if everyone collectively comes together and says, you know, fuck, fuck this big fucking bully, dude, like, let's jump him and get him moved to another pod or whatever. I, you got to come together to be, you know, does that mean, you know what I'm saying? And I think that might have been part of Trump's tour in the beginning, the deep, the deep state freaking out. Um, because I don't want to say that Trump and Putin are like buddies, but it, we definitely had a, a stronger relationship, um, as far as me feeling safe. Dude, they were buddies in the sense where 
they met and and Trump is like, yo, Putin, I know you guys aren't really the problem. Like, right. you know. And then yeah. Putin's like, oh, thank God. Like, I don't have to fucking deal with this shit anymore. That's it. <laughs> That's the same thing with North Korea. That's why Kim Jong Un is like, yeah. I'm not fucking talking to you guys. You make us look like we're 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 the enemies of the world when it's really China and my people are oppressed. And that's why they do it. I I mean, they yeah. didn't have an ally in in the, eating each other any more than, hey, bro. I see what the truth is. And Putin was like, cool, let's let's maybe team up and, and get the real problem. And now Putin's like, come on, Joe, you're fucking senile and we know it. Like, let's talk. And and it, yeah, he wasn't Putin's buddy any more than that. Right. But yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so just one more thing I wanted to talk about what comes out tonight. Do you have HBO? I don't. That whole, that HBO Q documentary series thing comes out tonight oh nice that should be interesting to see how they smear it yeah so yeah here here's the 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 trailer that was a capital right i already don't like it right anybody i'll show them q proof say look talk me out of it have, Have you, you heard, heard of the Q? The, the what? QAnon? What had started in an online forum had crawled out from behind the screen to the seat of power, all with the help of a single letter. And we're going to win big. You just watch. In 2018, I set out to chart Q's origins. I wrote the first part of 8chan while I was coming off of psychedelic mushrooms. <laughs> You can really find yourself falling down the hole trying to find out who Q is. I'm pretty sure Q is a spin-off from Star Trek. Q is whatever you want it to be. Sometimes they'll even think it's me. I have a question. You're going through a possible list of who Q might be. That's right. <laughs> You're on the list. Well, let's continue then. Dangerous ideas. That's a scary idea. People conspiracy theorize about things that they think are powerful. What did we conspire against? Followers try to discredit reporters because we're required to find out if it's true or not. It seems like Q's gone mainstream. They don't care about all the people dying. They're lunatics running the asylum. You can't expect to get counterpunched. We, we have to go. We need to move. Game over. This Q thing is just exponential growth. I think people are worried it's going to be used to radicalize more people. Do you think that that is warranted? Yeah, I'm out. Yeah, right. I feel like I gotta. I feel like I gotta watch it just to babysit it to see how fucking lame it is and report it. Just like, dude, just like the fucking the Grammys. Nobody watched that shit. And then I, 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 somebody told me to watch Lil Baby's performance. Mother, dude, that shit is fucking crazy. I can't believe that shit is on television, dude. Like for real, like literally disgusting. Most of these people getting shot by these cops. Sure, like I could argue that it's semant- like I could argue that it was wrong in certain occasions, certain circumstances. It's logistically wrong, but we- people have way too much fucking to have kids, man. Get a fucking life, dude. Like for reals, 
George Floyd dying, he was a drug addict. He was a junkie. He'd been in trouble with drugs over and over again. He was high on fentanyl, which probably came from fucking China. And like, well, I do have empathy for, for addicts, but he wrestled the fucking cops. He was high as shit on fentanyl. He most likely like get, get a fucking life, man. Who has enough energy to like protest that shit and give a fuck. They're way too tribal. Like if there was a real argument and I felt like, okay, well my rights are in jeopardy because this person is going through this. If, 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 if this happens to this person, it could happen to me. Then I would get involved. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not worried about being high as fuck on fentanyl trying to use a counterfeit $100 bill at a fucking gas station to buy a lottery ticket because I'm not a fucking retarded criminal. Like he probably shouldn't be dead. I don't even know. He probably overdosed to be quite honest with you. Probably and, he did. Yeah, and six, dude, this trial, six different autop- or three different autopsies came out and said that he had he overdosed on fentanyl. They already fucking gave the settled for like a half a million dollars before the court case even court case even starts the trial hasn't even started and they settled for half a million dollars dude they, they clearly gotten like it's gonna be a mistrial how come why would you do it before the trial i, I don't you know you could use the outcome to, to pay out less for fuck's sakes they did that this is all super political and irresponsible and crazy dude we are in crazy times mm-hmm. now there's gonna be a mistrial or they're gonna charge him for like a, a, a worse charge and he's gonna end up getting off and he honestly probably should get off there i said it like they have evidence that putting your knee on the guy that was part of their training in that city they have mm-hmm. evidence of that they have evidence the dude was high as fuck on multiple things I would not be surprised. I, I don't think the man should get, I don't think manslaughter at the least, but not murder. That's fucking crazy to me. Um, and yeah, that might be an unpopular opinion, but I don't think Derek Chauvin should be guilty of murder. And I don't think he will. And I think there'll be riots and it should be interesting. And they're, they're already setting up a narrative that he's innocent because when there's a mistrial or he's guilty. Do you remember that time that, um, a black person killed two white people and then got off because they were mad and they claimed that it was the race card. Mm, OJ Simpson. Oh, <laughs> so he killed those people, wrote yeah. a book called, if I did it, this is what I would have done. They, they sued him in civil court and found out that he was guilty, but he was civil court. So nothing happened. Yeah. And he only got off because there was, there were the, the world was afraid that they were going to riot. Man, this this podcast was racy today, man. But it's hard, man. There's so much fucking nonsensical race identity politic bullshit going on. It's hard not to talk about it. It's really hard not to talk about it. It breaks my heart. It breaks up. Really breaks my heart. I I looked up to Martin Luther King. I looked up to to black people my entire life. I don't have a racist bone in my body, and and people are 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 so race driven now. And it's, yeah. it's heartbreaking. I thought and we were past it. I'm going to stop posting videos that that's, that's contributing to the nonsense. Cause I'm guilty of it. I, that's not my intention. Like I'll post videos for a totally different reason on Instagram to like, try to prove a, a certain point. And people don't really read the captions or give a shit about the point I'm trying to make. And it just comes off as feeling fire. Dude, people are so passionate about their fucking race. They really are. Well, here's and and I've had to delete a few videos, not because like I don't believe in censorship. I just thought that like 
I'm doing a disservice here. I'm trying to help. And at a certain point, people are just violently fighting in the comments. And I'm like, this is not what I'm fucking here for. I'm not 15 getting off on this shit. I don't want to see this. So I, I've deleted a few comments, uh, a few videos. And my point wasn't, I wasn't trying to be, uh, I wasn't trying to divide people racial. I'm just trying to prove points like, uh, like this video, dude. Remember this? I want every fucking one of you right now to go and look up Raymond Weber and tell me why this motherfucker is not on every fucking news channel in the nation. If you do not know who this guy is, yesterday filmed himself on Facebook Live 36 minutes raping and killing two 15-year-old white girls. Black man, by the way. Raping them, shot them both fucking point blank in the head on Facebook Live. If that was a white man who raped two black chicks, it would be on every fucking news channel in the United States, and you would be able to see the U.S. burning from fucking space. And no one's talking about it. Where the fuck is this? So, like, I can see... When I posted that, like I could see people's point. If I put myself in people in black people's shoes, I could see their point and I can see how this is only driving racism to be worse and I'm just part of the problem. But my point really was that the media is being irresponsible and they're not calling things down the line. They're not calling things universally and they're they're being irresponsible by saying you know, by every uh white on black crime is like racist and every black on white crime is not even being reported. And like, that's my point is there's a, there's a clear effort to like create a narrative and like drive home certain points and they get certain amount of clicks and ratings and they have a, they have a clear agenda. And that was my point in posting that video. But when I do, when I watch it objectively, I can see an angry white man who's pretty upset and making it about race. And to be quite honest with you, I don't even know if that black dude raped and killed those two 15 year olds because they were white. He probably just did it because he's a piece of shit. And I have no proof that he did it out of race. You know what I mean? But that's not the point. Exactly. But what okay, I'm trying to say okay. is, I, we, I get it. We understand. Yeah. What, gotcha. what I'm what I'm trying to say is like, I'm not gonna step. I'm not gonna step back from the fight when it's my time to to protect myself. So I was in the fight for gay people during gay marriage. I was like, they deserve to be. They deserve to to get married. I was in the fight for 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 racism when it when someone was was saying something racist to, towards one of my black friends or my girlfriend, for example. I was in the I was in the pit going no fuck you you're wrong and now they're pointing the finger at me and people yeah. that look like me and they're saying I'm racist and I don't deserve this and I don't no fuck yeah. you yeah. I will never apologize for the color of my skin I will never expect anybody else to do that either Right. So now that the now that it's turning on me I'm not going to cower and be afraid of being called racist when when I'm sticking up for the people who look like me and I'll, I'm just treating it the same way I treated it when I, when it was my black friends. So if, if Coke comes out or Seattle comes out and says, we're going to make people be less white, I'm going to fucking be there. I'm going to stand up and say, no, this is fucking racist. Anti-racism is racism. I post that at least once a week. And that's not me. That's not me adding to the fire. That is me showing how fucking stupid this is. So a post like that guy, you're, I understood, and I know a lot of people did as well. But, but their their 
attack on on this ideology is to just pull the obvious part and like yes that video could fuel the fire in the sense where he's calling for blood but all all we're really doing and what you were doing was showing that the media isn't covering this the right way and it's it's driving a spike into loved ones yeah and i'm i'm always going to stick up for that because i i it's it's okay to be white it's okay to be black it's okay to be brown it's okay to be any fucking color yeah i just i agree with you i just think i gotta be more careful and selective about which videos i i I was going to say i'm gonna try a new strategy where i i'd rather post videos of different races coming together and like good moments and good moments in history and progress in history and good videos that highlight humanity and, and like wholesome nice videos we don't always have to be digesting these fucking angry ass racial videos that's my You're point right. i agree with right. exactly what you said and i didn't it's uh it wasn't like censorship or me backing down i just really like they were going off in the comment section and it was just not helping you know what i, I mean? delete so racist of, comments yeah, I, I, I openly too. do if someone comes out and says something that's just completely ignorant i delete it i'll, I'll right. comment on it and i'll say get your racist ass somewhere else i had someone say you're the reason for for all this problems i clicked on their thing and it was a it was a white woman who was dating a black man and i was like oh that just that assumed i, I now i know yeah. you just think i don't want your love to happen when in in contrast i've i've been in and have relationships like that so it's got nothing to do with anti-racism or or, or black people are bad and white people are no any right. any race any highlight on race if you're teaching people how to look for Hey, we need to we need to actively be against racism. Okay, well, how do we do that? Well, if you see a black guy, make sure you treat him nicely. Wait, wait, isn't that racism? If you see a white person, make sure you treat them badly because their grandparents are horrible people. That is anti-racism. That's what they're teaching people. And that's right. not the case. You should just teach people yeah. to be nice across the board. Yeah, I'm just I'm switching up my strategy. That's I like all. it. I respect just, that. It is fucking too much. Too much anger. And that's not the only one, man. Do you remember the do you remember this one that I posted? So I just want to debunk this whole stolen land narrative really quick. People love acting like the Native Americans were just sitting around kumbayaing and thirst trapping at the Pocahontas when the white Europeans showed up. But no. What they were doing was practicing imperialism, conquering each other, just like everybody else in the world was doing. But you know what was different? A lot of indigenous people were actually practicing cannibalism, eating each other. They would snatch your heart out of your chest and hold it up to the sun gods. They would take your skull and make a pyramid out of it. So why are the white guys the bad guys? Sounds like selective memory. So I just want to debunk. Yeah. So people fucking hated that one. I got a lot of Native Americans who weren't too happy about that because I was overgeneralizing Native American tribes because there's over 500 different tribes and they don't all practice cannibalism, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, can't you see the main point this man's trying to make in the video? Like, why is everyone so fucking nitpicky and annoying? Like, you don't. And I agree with them to a sense. That's what I'm saying. I'm going to stop posting shit like this because the the people that respond to me do make fair points but in instagram is really hard to get a fucking very complicated issue across it's fucking instagram everyone knows what it's for twitter is even harder yeah and i see what you mean yeah that video is generalizing the fuck out of native americans i agree but a good percentage of native americans were cannibals and a good percent of a percentage of them did fucked up shit and enslaved each other and the whole point of the video the whole point of the video i posted is not every evil idea and shit came from white people. We're not some, that's, it's just weird, some weird idea 
that like white people are like inherently genetically fucking evil and shit. And it's just, it's a weird racist ass fucking narrative and, and dumb thing that's allowed to be passed around. And I just think this video is a fair point. It's like Native Americans are responsible for a lot of crazy fucking savage shit before they even saw a white person. It's just part of humanity. We, we, we How found, is that any different from the tribes in England or the tribes in Scotland or the tribes in Germany? Exactly. How is that any different? Yep. I mean, World that's what, what, who, well. what is King Arthur, right? King Arthur is the king of England because he took all of the tribes that were fighting against each other and made them united. And voila, you get the United Kingdom. That's yeah. what it was. Right. That's what the world was. Everyone was in their own little, their, their tribes. And then if another tribe came over, I mean, Israel. Isn't that, I mean, fuck the Bible. Everyone is in their own little section and then they cross over and you either accept it or you fight. That's what happens. Yeah. And I'm just saying my main point of sharing these two videos and I have more, but we got to wrap this up that my main point is everyone is so fucking tribal with their race. It's fucking crazy. No one wants to be objective about their own community or their own culture. Everyone is still has a big ego and no one really wants to not, not there are people I, I realize weaknesses in, in my community and in white people. And I know that's general, but like, whatever I, everyone is so goddamn tribal. No one can accept faults or address issues within their own community and it's for it's fucking frustrating no one's no one's really objective anymore and and i'm just done i'm done with the racial shit because it makes me angry and i'm I'm not racist and most people aren't racist and it just seems like a silly fucking game and i feel like i'm helping i feel like i'm aiding the media and pissing everybody off so i'm just going to start posting like sweet passes from steve nash to amari stoudemire and shit (laughs) You know, I'm done. Hey, I respect that. Yeah, that's dude, good, I'm that's done. That's a good take. Like most people aren't racist. They're not going to be racist. And we're just pandering to most people. And you know what? The few racists out there can just hang out with their racist friends and fucking jerk off and will do whatever the fuck they want to do. But like, I'm, I'm done throwing gasoline on the fire when most people aren't racist. They're just going to pick out what little they identify with and get offended. You know what I mean? It's just not yeah. even fucking, no one's even seeing the, the, the philosophical point I'm trying to make in the fucking videos I'm posting. It's just people. And, and, and I'm not, I'm, you even said you have to delete racist comments, dude. I can't avoid it. So many people see the videos. It's like, no, slow down homeboy. No, <laughs> like, I deleted, I deleted like 13 this morning. People will be like, yeah, fucking kill all the trannies, round them up and burn them. I'm like, Whoa. Oh no, no. I don't get that stuff. I get no, the other side. Don't do that. I, I get the like, other side comments. I get people who I, are yeah. like, like, I can't believe you're racist. Like, I'm not. Yeah. And I delete it. Like, fuck you. Or they'll be like, fuck you, whitey. And I'm like, whoa, delete that shit. Get your yeah. racist fucking person. Get get out of here. It's like, you're a fed. They hear you have to be a federal agent. You're trying to fucking fish me into some shit. No. <laughs> like some evil shit I have to delete all, sometimes. So, all you know what? fucking love, dude. It, all all, love. it exists. I know it exists. But we got to quit treating people like victims. It's racist as fuck, you guys. So I think I don't want to end on that. I really don't. Well, let's end on all love. Like I, I say all the time, stay positive and 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 literally just love everyone. And and if you have a hate for something, I mean, I don't like Democrats because of the way that they they view other people it's got nothing to do with them as a person it's just why do you have so much hate in your heart for everyone who hated the orange man 
Like, ask yourself why you hated him so much. Is it because somebody, bro? Is it because somebody told you to hate him? Like, so if you have hate for someone, I suggest, or or a group of people, I suggest you look into it and figure out why it is, or what you're afraid of, or what, so you can get rid of it. Because there's no, there's no one group of people. There are governments, like I've said before. I don't hate Chinese people. I hate the Chinese government. Um, it's got nothing to do with groups of people. So you lighten should, up, everybody. You, yeah, do some soul up. searching and watch just the find Chappelle love. show. Watch all the seasons of the Chappelle show. Lighten the fuck up. Revisit some South Park. Lighten the fuck up and uh, make make music and comedy great again. Make music and comedy great again. I love yeah. that. All right. We love you guys. Thank you for listening. As always, we will catch you next week. Take it easy. Did you get your vaccine yet? What? Your vaccine. I don't do that shit. Don't give me that shit about the vaccine. The Zoo's News Podcast is available on Spotify, Google Podcast, iHeartRadio, and www.thezoosnews.com. Yo, we're not the black news, the white news, we're not the left news or the right news, we're not the gay news, no, we tell it straight news, we're not the juice news, bitch, we're the zoos news, we're not the black news, the white news, we're not the left news or the right news, we're not the gay news, no, we tell it straight news, we're not the juice news, bitch, we're the zoos news.